You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh weekly. For more hot takes, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach on all of the social meds. I always keep it funny and I always keep it cute. I had some really great fun um, Halloween neighbor updates because the neighbors across the street... They were, they were trying to have some fun as best as we could in this 2020 Halloween world that we're now living in. If you're like me and you want to stay up to date with the latest reality TV cheat, then go and give us a follow at No Filter with Zach on the Instagram or just join our private Facebook group by clicking the link in the description below. As I said last week, um, my new fall and festive AF Hack Your Hangover cocktail guide is out right now. It's free to download a bunch of clean cocktails, especially for this week for election night um, and just a lot of fun fall themed cocktails for Thanksgiving shindigs, uh, Friendsgiving, holidays, whatever you need an occasion for. Even if it's just because you don't like the results of the election, you can definitely go and download it for free at theadultingpodcast.com. Click the little shop button up top. So it's adult, theadultingpodcast.com slash shop if you want to just like go straight there. Um, and yeah, just a lot of fun, tasty, fall and festive, easy to make cocktails that I designed myself. And they're just, it's, it's always a good time. Adultspodcast.com slash shop. Go download it for free because I do this for you so that it's always free. Um, and if you're like me and you had a little too much to drink over the weekend, I didn't have, okay, let's be real. I didn't have as much to drink over the weekend. Like, yes, it was Halloween. I didn't go to any Halloween party. I was like home watching like old uh, decoms, but um, like old Halloween decoms from Disney Channel and Disney Plus because, you know, any of my my fellow millennials out there know that, like, Halloween Town and Don't Look Under the Bed, like, those were old, good classics. So if you had a little bit of sugar like I did and you woke up today and your eyes are a little swollen, I kind of dipped into See, I bought a bunch of candy corn, which was mainly just for, like, the decor, but I ended up eating a little bit of the candy corn. And I know some people are like, ew, candy corn, it's fucking gross. I'm like, yes, I'm not going to lie. Candy corn is disgusting. But I was like, mm, I'm going to have some candy corn. And then I had, I bought some Skittles. I bought a bunch of like that crappy candy, mainly for the decor. And then I had um, my, steps- my stepsister and my cousin that came over to visit one night over the weekend. And so I bought a bunch of stuff. They're younger. They're, you know, kids. So they, I bought like junk for them. And then they didn't eat all of it. So I kind of like Im- imbibed a little bit. And I definitely woke up with like some puffy eyes and a little bit of a headache. And so one of my favorite like little hacks, which is actually in the Hack Your Hangover Fall and Festive AF Cocktail Guide, um, is liver life, which is like to support your liver to help it like, you know, help your body detox the way it should be. Because like if you overload it with coffee and alcohol and sugar, then like that's just going to be really hard on your body. So I like to put like a few little drops of liver life like in some water, usually in the mornings or in the evenings, or even liver, uh, not liver life, loving energy is also a really good one. They're they're both from this company called Bioray that I've literally used for like eight years now. And so they're the, like these herbal tonics. And so they help aid with like immunity and detox. And they just, they help your body do what it needs to do. They help your liver do its J-O-B. They help keep you healthy, balance your adrenals to make sure your hormones are in homeostasis. So it helps me like look and feel good and cute. And um, yeah, I just put a couple drops in water I think if anybody is feeling the holiday hangover or will be feeling the election night hangover, then I highly recommend checking out Bioray, Bioray.com. Go to Bioray.com, Bioray.com. Go check it out. Promise you're not going to regret it. Okay, we have a lot of tea that we're going to be dropping today. 
Um, a couple of rumors. Let's see. What do we want to start with? We have some Real Housewives in New York. Okay, let's shut down. So two rumors that have come up over, well, actually a few rumors, but let's start with the Real Housewives of New York because last week, everybody saw, I think it was last weekend, everyone was like, oh my God, Heather Hollett Thompson is up in, in the Hamptons with all the girls and she's filming for the new season of Real Housewives of New, of new York and she's going to be coming back and Heather Hollett Thompson's going to be back full time. Yeah, Stan, Heather Hollett Thompson. And for me, I'm just like, did we really love Heather Holla Thompson that much? I can confirm that Heather Holla Thompson is not returning to Real Housewives of New York in a full-time capacity. I want to shut this rumor down. I want to put it to rest. I want to bury it six feet deep because this is not happening. Heather Holla Thompson, I don't think is strong enough to be a current full-time housewife. Like if you're going to bring somebody back, you want to bring somebody back. That's like good. I would honestly rather have them bring back Jill Zarin in a full-time capacity versus bring back Heather Holla Thompson in a full-time capacity. Um, so Heather is not returning full-time. She will be back and she'll be, she's filming a couple of cameos. She's going to be a friend of this season. So let's like, just stop standing Heather returning. She's not coming back full-time. Put that rumor to rest, go and tweet about it, go Instagram about it, put it on your stories, call up the blogs and tell them Heather Holla Thompson is not returning in a full-time capacity. She has her little like podcast that she's doing now. And she's like, you know, trying to be cute and like keep up with the trends do we want Heather to come back? Like, I feel like she was cute when she was on the show. She had her moments. She had a few one-liners and she was like, hey, mama, hey, mama, hey, mama, holla. But like, it was cute for like a season and then it dragged on beyond a season. It's like, okay, we get it. And she had what, like three solid seasons. I think that's all we ever need. Like some housewives come, they do their part, they deliver, they give us what we needed to get by and then, you know, they move on. She's not a Bethany. She's not a Dorinda. I don't hate, I, I feel like I'm hating on Heather Hall Thompson. I don't hate on her. I just don't need her back full time. Like, give me a little cameo. Give me a holla. But she ain't no holla back girl and she ain't coming back full time. Thank you. Next. What else we got? The, the Real Housewives of um, Atlanta. Real Housewives of Atlanta trailer dropped and... It looked super, super juicy. So we have the whole stripper gate is like full front and center in the trailer. So, and it looks like they really address it head on. When I first heard the rumors, I was like, ooh, was that like a finale? Is that going to be like something at the end of the season that kind of just happened? And then, you know, it was released in the blogs and it's more of like a, a PR thing that's kind of happening. But it looks like it's actually full on addressed on Real Housewives of Atlanta. And from what I've heard I don't think they've actually they either just wrapped like a couple of days ago or they have not wrapped yet which is why it's so interesting that Atlanta is the only franchise that they drop a trailer so close to like the end of filming because normally like Real Housewives in New Jersey we're not going to get a trailer for at least a couple months and yet they finished you know filming a couple weeks ago I just feel like I would love if more franchises actually did this where they like gave us a trailer this soon because then it kind of I mean, the fact that they finished filming in October and they're already giving us a new season in December for Atlanta. I'm actually excited. I've never really watched a full season of Atlanta. I kind of have caught clips over the years. I think now that I'm home a lot more and not like going out to events and and taping in the studio. I'm home a lot more to be able to watch more Housewives franchises. That's why I added Potomac and OC. I'm going to add Atlanta. This looks super juicy. I want to see who fucked the stripper. I want to see how many of them fucked the stripper because right now it's apparently two of them. 
this allegedly happened at Cynthia's bachelorette party. So I just, I want to know, like, I, and I just like want to know if I can fuck the stripper. Like if that's the case, then I'll go over and, you know, we can have a full on threesome. So that's Atlanta trailer dropped. I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited about it. Then we have, let's see, let's dip over to Real Housewives of New Jersey. So apparently Jackie's now confirming that she did skip a lot of filming this season because as we, as I broke on the show last week, Jackie and Teresa had like a major falling out and they are like at major odds because Teresa brought up rumors that Jackie's husband has been cheating on her. And I mean, first of all, talk about calling the kettle black. Teresa is the last person that needs to be talking about anybody's like infidelity or cheating because not only has Teresa cheated on her men repeatedly, but she's clearly also been cheated on. So I just think it's a little, it's a little too close to 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 be throwing out those accusations, Teresa Adjudice. Um, but apparently the beef between them has gotten so bad that Jackie's skipping a lot of filming and is not filming with the other cast members. And I think that this probably puts her standing on the show in jeopardy. I get why Jackie wants to like not uh, like if I don't think the rumors are true. I'm just going to say that I don't believe that Jackie's husband is actually cheating on her. Um, but I do think I mean, I don't know, maybe some girl slid into to, uh, Evan's DMs and like, I don't know what the actual rumors or accusations are, but I do think that her not participating in the show and in filming is going to put her at jeopardy for returning for another season. I like Jackie. I actually think Jackie can and should stick around. Teresa Judice, you know, I think she thinks she has the biggest dick on the show and she swings it around. And I think, you know, again, don't throw out cheating rumors when you've clearly been caught red handed. You've been caught with your hand in the cookie jar. You've been caught with the 24 year old's hand in your cookie jar. Like homegirl chill. But I think Jackie not showing up for filming definitely puts her at jeopardy because we see like what happened with Denise fucking Richards. Denise fucking Richards decided, you know, bravo, bravo, fucking bravo. I'm not going to show up and blah, 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 blah. We saw Lisa Vandertrump didn't want to show up and, you know, didn't want to film the rest of her season or Adrian Maloof on Beverly Hills that didn't want to show up for the reunions. When you play these games and you start to like, you know, be like filming is on my terms. I'm not going to show up if I don't want to show up like blah, blah, blah. Like this is what you signed up for. Unfortunately, this is the game you signed up to play. And now you have to, you know, you have to get in the and you have to get messy. I don't know to what extent the feud has gotten. Apparently, it's gotten really bad to the point where, like, Jackie doesn't want to be around Teresa, so I'm assuming it's gotten worse. I haven't heard of any, like, ponytail pulling like we got last season. Um, But, I mean, TBD, we shall see. But apparently, Jackie is just not... Jackie's not having it this season, and I would be bummed if we lost her in another future season because I think we need more of these younger, fresher faces on New Jersey. I think Melissa and Teresa are definitely running. They've run their course, and they may be coming to an end sooner rather than later, dare I say it. Don't come for me, you Teresa stands. Don't come for me. I ain't got time for it. All right, um, next juicy bit of tea is from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills, that's where I want to be. Okay, so first up, Bravo has confirmed that Kathy Hilton and Crystal Minkoff are joining the show. Kathy Hilton's going to be a friend of. Crystal Minkoff is joining full time. I already confirmed these weeks ago before Bravo confirmed them. So at least you know that any tea that I spill, if I say that it's is happening, then it's happening. I spilled that tea first. You heard it from me first, okay? Broke it a few weeks ago. 
Um, so this next bit of tea is more of speculation and rumors. I have not confirmed any of these next little bits, but what I do know is that they filmed their first cast trip and it was a trip out to Lake Tahoe. They went last week and rumor has it that this season, which we kind of suspected at the end of last season, rumor has it that Garcelle is going to be the new target of this new season. And allegedly we have Rinna, Erica and Kyle that are the trio, the new Trace Amigas of Beverly Hills that are kind of the ones ganging up on her. Erica posted something on her Instagram about um, how, and then there were four. And the only other full-time housewife that's kind of in that group is Garcelle. So people are assuming that she means that, you know, without, she's... uh, meaning that like Garcelle's leaving the show or that people speculated that like, you know, it might mean that they have like excommunicated her or ostracized her or that she's leaving or quit or whatever. Um, I don't necessarily know if I believe this rumor. One, because I feel like at least Kyle, like Kyle's very cognizant of what the viewers think of her. And I think Rinna's also pretty savvy when it comes to that sort of stuff too. And I think they learned that with Denise and with Lisa Vanderpump this season before, they can't be ganging up and doing this mean girls thing anymore because the reception just isn't there. Like people don't like when they are playing like that mean girl, like let's gang up on one cast member sort of deal. And so I know Lisa always comes from like the own it and Erica's just like, I'm an ice cold bitch. And then Kyle's just like, I just want to make peace with everybody. I, they know their their characters, but at this point, I don't think that they would do, they would follow that same model only because we saw it for the past two seasons and they got so much hate from people. Not that they should change their tone necessarily, but I think you just build an awareness to it. Not that they need to be fake on camera or like, you know, plot something together, which is what people are assuming. People are assuming that they're meeting outside or the rumor is that they're meeting outside side of filming to figure out how they're going to take down Garcelle. I don't believe that this is true. I don't believe that the girls are trying to take anybody down because, again, if you look at the past two seasons, I think those things kind of just happened. I don't think that there was a plot or, like, a group text with, like, how we're going to take Lisa Vanderpump down or how we're going to take down um, Denise Richards. Now it's how we're going to take down Garcelle. I think Garcelle's been such a breath, breath of fresh air on the show that they should know better than to come after Garcelle because I think Garcelle's built a lot of loyal fans based off of what she um, brought last season. And I know some people really didn't like her, didn't think that she brought much. I think that she brought a lot to the show. And I think she can have a pretty steady stay on the show as well. Um, I think there are probably going to be some issues that she needs to work out with the other girls because the other girls did really come for Denise. I think we're going to have to kind of see it all play out. Now, when it comes to Erica's actual post about, you know, the, I think, I don't know if it was like a Godfather photo. I don't know. That was like a Robert De Niro and it was, you know, kind of like an Italian mafia sort of theme. I don't know what movie it is. Sorry. I don't watch any of the Godfather movies or anything. Don't at me. But she posted that. And so when I saw it initially, I was like, oh, maybe they're still in Tahoe. And maybe some of the girls had left. Like maybe Crystal left. Maybe Garcelle left. Maybe Sutton left. And then it was just Rena, Erica, Kyle, and Doree that were the only four remaining in Lake Tahoe at the cabin. Like I just feel like there could have been... I mean, maybe Erica wasn't even talking about the show altogether. I think we love to look at these social media posts and read so much into them more than they actually are. And... It might not even be that deep, but I don't think it would be a smart strategy if these girls came for Garcelle this season. That's what I'm going to say about it. I don't think it's a smart strategy. I don't think they should come for Garcelle. Um, Just because, again, we've seen it for the past two seasons. It's not working, and 
they aren't going to love them. But they have filmed several times all together as a cast. They filmed individually all you know, I think I actually am looking forward to this new season with Crystal, with Sutton being back. I am here for it. There were a couple of other little tidbits that happened over the weekend as well. We had Kristen Cavallari, her and Jay Cutler reunited with their boys for Halloween, which was super cute. We had Megan Fox. So Megan Fox is dragging her ex-hubby, Brian Austin Green, who's also her baby daddy, for making her look like an absentee mother. So he posted a photo on Instagram of him like doing some sort of pose, and he's dressed up in his Halloween costume. And then you can see one of their kids behind him and... Apparently, I guess they have some sort of rule where they don't post their kids on social media or they don't post their faces. I don't know. But you can see that their kid's face is in the photo. And so Megan got upset and she posted on his on like real, real shady and real like messy. She posted on his Instagram basically saying that like you could have cropped our kids out of the photo. You know better than this. I don't know why you always have to show you always have to make it look like you're the best dad in the world because you're always with the kids. You try to make me seem like I'm an absentee mother when that's not the case. And you know that that's not the case because we've agreed to not post our kids on social media. And I don't get why you have to keep painting this narrative and blah, blah, blah. We share the kids 50 50 custody. And she just like went off and she wrote this whole long message on her Instagram. And I was just like, everyone was like, whoa. And then he took the photo down and reposted the photo and it was cropped where it was just him in the picture. And I'm just like, this feels like a lot of projection, Megan Fox. Like, it feels like you feel like the world thinks you're a bad mother or the world thinks that you're an absentee mother. And that's why, like, honestly, I don't think Brian Austin Green is that, thinks shit out that much, you know? He's also a lot older, and I just think that, like, at his at this point in his life, he just he doesn't give a fuck. I don't think he he really cares or thinks about it that deep. I think he posted a photo, probably didn't realize. Like, I don't think he even really knows how to use Instagram that well. He doesn't seem that tech savvy, so I think he literally just posted the photo, didn't think anything through, like, didn't think. I don't. I don't think it was his way of trying to like make her look like a bad mother. Like, for my impression, like, the kid would just happen to be in the background. Did he need to post the whole photo? No. Could he have cropped it? Sure. But again, I don't think it was that deep. I really don't think that he was trying to, like, make it look like... I know he's he's been a little shady on the Instagram, but in this particular instance... I don't think it was that deep. I think he knows that they're not supposed to post the kids on social media, but this was, I don't know, maybe him testing the boundary... Megan Fox just needs to chill. She needs to like, like machine gun Kelly needs to machine gun her a little bit more. That way we can, you know, make sure that we're just our stress and our hormone levels are just down and we're like, you know, at ease and we're, you know, happy post orgasm, just like in bliss mode because this is a bit much. It's a little too messy for the gram. And like, I still think Brian Austin Green is hot. So maybe that's why I'm defending him. But like, I'd hit it. Lastly, Kim K, the Kardashians are being dragged a lot. So Kim K had her birthday, her 40th birthday party. She rented out a private island. She flew in all her friends and family. And people are like livid. They're like, fuck you, Kim Kardashian. How dare you have this big party in the middle of a pandemic? How dare you do this when everybody's lives are turned upside down? And I feel like I I hear that I feel like one people hate on the Kardashians for everything. They're always going to hate on the Kardashians. Um, but and this is where you may hate on me. I wasn't all that bothered that Kim Kardashian rented out a private island for her birthday party. And if you saw what they did to their house for Halloween, like 
Kim Kardashian has money and she has money to just kind of like vomit out her hoo-ha, like to shoot it out like a ping pong ball. She just has loads and loads of money and she's flaunting it now and she doesn't really care about it. But it's less flaunting like she was doing years ago before the Paris robbery where she was like, look at my ring and look at my shoes and look at me and blah, blah, blah. And I got money now. It's more of like her spending money on experiences, like turning the house into, you know, a, a spider's a den. I don't even know what you call that because it was all, it had a bunch of webs on it and giant spiders all over and it was all red. And so they decorated the whole house to be like a haunted spider house for the kids. And so I think she's investing more into the... Um, experiences mostly for like her family, which I guess is a different way to spend your money. But I also understand how it is very tone deaf for you to be doing that in the middle of a pandemic when, you know, the economy is tanking, when people's lives are being up, turned upside down. It is tone deaf and it is a little out of touch. But at the same time, I also kind of feel like how many of us, if we were in Kim Kardashian's position, would have done anything differently? Like, honestly, if you had that much money and look, they donate their money. They're not shy about how much of their money they give back to charity. They donate 10% across the board of all of their income. So, you know, if it doesn't matter what income they're getting, 10% of it always goes to charity. And I, I feel like they've been, I mean, look at Kim Kardashian's over here, you know, changing prison reform and she's giving back. Courtney, you know, is giving back with her, you know, beauty and cosmetics and having toxic chemicals removed from a lot of our everyday products, like they're using their platform, you know, in a fairly positive and productive way to the best that they can. Um, I don't think it's that deep, you guys. Like, is it out of touch? Yes. Is it tone deaf? Yes. Are there people that are dying? Yes. And that's all terrible and that's all tragic. But like, think about it. How many of us would just wish for an ounce of normalcy right now? How many of us would just wish to be like, you know what, if I could go to escape to a private island and just pretend that my life is normal for two seconds, even though I don't think that's normal to escape to a private island to celebrate your 40th birthday. Like, I think if many of us were in that same position, we and we were given we were um, not given the same opportunity, but like had the, the same access to that type of stuff, I think some of us would indulge in it as well. That's just me. And people are also dragging Kendall because Kendall had a Halloween party for her birthday. And look, I get it. People are upset that they're having... Uh, gatherings. Um, I think that people are having, having gatherings more and more. I didn't have any gatherings. I didn't go out. You know, I stood home. You know, I had a small little thing where I had my cousin and my stepsister come over and we watched the Hocus Pocus reunion, which was I'm going to be honest, that hocus pocus shit was, I wasted 10, I spent $10 on that bullshit and it was not that great. Um, but I'm glad I made a $10 donation. But like, I just, you can't, like, I understand this need to want to police other people. I understand this need to be upset with other people for not following the rules as you see them fit in your own head. But like at this point, you can't you can't control other people's lives, you know, the same way, even if we weren't in a global pandemic, like you just you have to let people live their life the way they're going to live their life, whether you like it or not, whether you disagree with it or not. All we have is autonomy over ourselves. And I think when we try to tell other people how to live their lives or try to police other people, all it does, like they're not affected by it. Kim Kardashian is sleeping easy tonight. You know, all it's doing is upsetting us. All it's doing is making us all amped up and angry. And like, we may not like it, but there's nothing that we can do about it. You can't change other people. You can't change their lives. And I think if we were in their shoes, we probably might not be doing things any differently. Or maybe we would be worse. Who knows? 
we just, I think we have to like cut some people some slack. And I'm not saying this about the Kardashians specifically. I think they deserve to, you know, be told when they're being tone deaf. But I think just in general with people around us, with our friends, you know, I see so many people who are like, oh, I'm cutting people out of my life for the 2020. And it's like, I get it. I hear you, but like, just know that this is a really unique year. The circumstances are really unique. People aren't acting the, the their best selves right now. People are in fight or flight mode. People are, are in survival mode. People are in deflection mode. People just aren't themselves right now. And we need to have a little compassion and empathy and like have that for ourselves and realize we're not going to be our best selves and we're not going to show up in the best version of ourselves this year. And we need to show that same sh- compassion and empathy to people around us. Now, let's talk about Kanye and this Robert Kardashian hologram that he brought back to life because I get it. Compassion, empathy, love, respect. But this is where I thought it was a little weird. Like Robert Kardashian, like putting together the hologram. Like, I don't know if I lost a relative, how I would react to something like that. Because for me, I'm just like, oh. I think it would be weird if I lost a parent and somebody brought my parent back in like a hologram form. Because like at the end of the day, you know, Kanye wrote the script for what Robert Kardashian was actually saying. And you know that because Robert Kardashian was like, oh, and you you married the best, 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 best person you possibly could marry in the whole world. We know Kanye wrote this, which is why it's a little creepy that it's like Kanye's words through her dad. I thought it was weird. I thought it was creepy. I don't think I would want anybody to do that for me. Like, I think it's different if it's like Tupac and, you know, it's like a performance and it looks like Tupac's performing his old music. But when you're like recreating a person and you have that person talking directly to like your wife or, you know, to you, if you were in that instance. And like, how awkward is it for like Rob and Chloe and Courtney when like their dad is like, in like alive again and like talking only to Kim, like totally ignoring the rest of them. Like awkward. I just think it was a little creepy for me. I don't know if I would want somebody that I've passed, somebody that has passed in my life to like come back to life. And like, you know, especially knowing that like my husband wrote what the words that my dad is allegedly saying to me. I think it's weird. It's a mind fuck. We need to be like careful with like this technology stuff because I just think some of it's a little too, it's a little too much for me. I don't know what you guys thought. I don't know if anybody loved it or would have appreciated the sentiment. I just think I would have been creeped the fuck out. Kim said that she watched it on repeat several times and cried and bawled and loved it. Sure. Sure. Um, Kim and Chloe, or not Kim and Chloe, Scott and Chloe, not Scott and Chloe, Kanye and Chloe um, announced that they, or not announced, but it was revealed on this most recent episode of keeping up with the Kardashians, that they had COVID, which a lot of people were shocked about because we're like, whoa, we didn't even know that they had COVID. They didn't really speak out about it. And then you had people like Andy Cohen who's like, I have COVID, mention it all. And he has his legs up in the air. And it's like, um, I think it's good. I think it was the way that they addressed it in this most recent episode where they showed how sick Chloe was. And Chloe was like, you guys, we need to be careful. We need to take this seriously. I thought that it was done really well. Um, there were even moments in the episode where I was even kind of like, damn, like maybe I could be better about this. Maybe, you know, I should be more, you know, whatever. Maybe I should wash my hands five times more a day. Um, and I think that uh, like they addressed it well. This is where I think like, you know, maybe they didn't speak out, speak out about it then. A lot of people are shocked that they even shocked that they were even diagnosed with COVID and they were positive and that they were sick and quarantined. Um, but you know, I thought it was a good episode. I, was also shocked to find out that even Kanye had COVID. But um, yeah, 
that's my wrap up for this week. That's that's all I got for you guys. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I was supposed to have I was gonna have Bronwyn on this show, and then PR is like, no, Bravo, Bronwyn's not coming on, not anytime soon. She's on a hold at the moment, but I think it's because she spilled a lot of tea lately. But so Bronwyn may come on in the next month or so but I do have some other really good guests that are going to be coming up on the show so get ready it's going to be a good a good end of the year I promise you that no guests this week there will be guests coming on again this is going to be another sort of easy week I'm going to bring on more people to help me co-host these news recaps let me know what other podcasters or instagrammers that are in the bravo or reality tv world that you really like so that I can reach out to them and invite them on this show thank you guys for listening to hashtag no filter with Zach Peter that's me please leave me a five-star review on iTunes because I love that validation. Follow me at Just Plain Zach for really funny and really cute um, photos of me and videos because they're really great. Follow us at No Filter with Zach for the latest tea, reality TV tea. There's a, a good post that people are like really popping off on about Kim Zolciak and Don't Be Tardy because apparently, allegedly, it's going to be canceled. Bravo's like sending out um, surveys that people like basically doing like um, not case studies. What are those things called? Where they're, ah, oh, fuck, I don't remember the name of the show's ending. But um, they're surveying people to see if people are even watching it and what they think about it. And it, they're considering, from what I've heard, considering pulling the plug altogether because the ratings are really, really down. They're really, really low. So go show us some love at No Filter with Zach on Instagram and join our private Facebook group. Link is in the description below. And I will talk to you guys next week. And don't forget to download my Hack Your Hangover guide. Okay? Bye.